Welcome back to the Big Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Avis, and sitting with me on the couch to my left is my co-host, the Prince of Pixels, Nick Wright. And today we're going to be talking about our 10 favorite weekday afternoon cartoons. So uh, here we are. We're back doing another one of our like ten favorite type episodes. Um, I like that we have a couple of different formats now we can choose from. This this was like our only for a little while. And then, yeah. You know. Then we started doing like tributes and then actual definitive rankings yeah. when we get a third or when we get a, another guest to come on the show. Yeah, the rankings are fun. <clears throat> the rankings are a lot of fun, um, but this one doesn't really lend itself well to ranking because you know there's so many. Yeah. And it's totally subjective and like how would we – I mean even though we like a lot of the same stuff, I uh, just thought this one felt more like a let's do a 10 favorite. And uh, also I think it will go well with our um, Saturday morning cartoons episode, which – It's kind of like part two. Yeah, it's kind of like a cartoons part two. Um, you know, may, Maybe I'll create a separate playlist and just put like cartoons in that one. Yeah. But uh, that would make sense. Um, but the reason it's come about is when we were doing research for Saturday morning cartoons, I started to realize that a lot of the cartoons that I loved were not Saturday morning cartoons, that I loved the idea of Saturday morning cartoons, and I missed it. But the, the majority of the cartoons I really loved were like ones that came on after school or during the week. Right. And uh, it's like, well, we got to do another list because there's just too many good ones to you know not mention. Mm-hmm. And to be and to be honest again, like we could easily do like a part two of this and come up with like another ten because there's so many good ones. Um, I don't know about you, but like I'll go online and I'll I'll do a little bit of research whenever we do one of these types of shows, and I'm like, all right, so like I have in my idea, like okay, you know, I have some favorites, but let me look and see what other what other ones are out there, so I can go, oh yeah, I got to put that in there because I then, forgot about it. Do you see something like you? Totally forgot about but Totally forgot loved. about it. And a couple are on my list. Well, at least one's on my list. But yeah. I can't believe I forgot. Like, I yeah. love that show. Um, so, you know, here we are. It's like, well, let's, let's do this. Um, uh, so, these... I want to I also mention that Transformers and, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> they would qualify for this list. They're kind of exempt. They're exempt. Know that we love them, and that if we absolutely were like had to put them in this episode, we would we'd push two of these out. It's like you know, I mean, because there's so many good ones that you don't want to like take up a slot with like the obvious because we're always going on about Transformers. Yeah, we've done entire episodes dedicated just to the Transformers and just to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. So you know, it it seems like a waste of time to just go on and on again, be redundant. And then we got all these other good choices we can talk about and remember. And that's, I thought that that would have made for a better episode. So I'm glad you kind of agreed with me on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but just know that we love, you know, Transformers. I mean, that would be in my number one anyway. Well, you know how I'm always like, it, there's always like at least one in my list. It's like the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you got to give this one props. Give it props. <laughs> um, give it, because, you know. And I love I love that you do that. You do it every time. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. It's not the obvious one, although there those obvious ones are going to make our list. But we'll have a couple shout-outs, I suppose, that we could do towards the end. Um, 
I don't remember who went first last time, so I will just pass the ball to you, I guess, and let you start oh. things off. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, and so, uh, as I was saying, like, leading off with kind of the underdog bit, as I was doing the research, this is one that, oh, I totally forgot about, but I loved. And, and I feel like it needs the recognition. Mm-hmm. Is Gumby, which, and, and Gumby has been around for many years. Uh, but the the one that I remember was Gumby Adventure, which was from 1987 to 1989. Now that would have been around the time that like Fox was hitting. So was it like a Fox cartoon? Like did it come? Did it air on you know Fox affiliate or how did you watch it? Um, Fox. Yeah, I think it was like Fox 41. Uh, and was it that great claymation style? Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say too. It's like you know when you say cartoon, it's like you gotta know that. I mean, yeah, it would be considered animation. It's stop motion animation. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's claymation. I of, totally count it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and I guess you know, I guess a little history of Gumby that I I didn't realize that when I was looking it up is that uh, I mean, I always knew that it, it's been around for many years, but I didn't realize it kind of started on like the Howdy Doody show. Yeah, oh, it's a like, spinoff of Howdy Doody? Well, I don't know if I... Yeah, I guess maybe you could say it's a spinoff. But yeah, like Art Cloakey is like the guy that created Gumby. And he had made like this pilot episode. And I guess there was like an NBC, NBC exec that had uh, seen this pilot. If you would like to know my name, it is somewhere they were like hey you need to make a few shows like on howdy doody and then when that was a big hit then he got like his own show after that and this was like 55 56 gummy goes way back yeah Yeah, and so then uh so then he got like his own show um i don't remember so much of gumby's characteristics too is that he's green so you wouldn't even have been able to appreciate that well, in black and white. And the reason he was green was that uh, if, uh, Art Cloakey kind of figured that would be kind of a like a neutral, like I keep wanting to say gender, but not gender, um, but uh, like race kind of neutrality. Oh, okay. You know, that yeah, he, his skin tone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Now, did um, now since you said it was part of the Howdy Doody show, was it? Did they show episodes like how you know? Remember when Simpsons got its break on the Tracy Ullman show, and the the Tracy Ullman show was the majority of the show, and then they would have like a like a clip of the Simpsons going to commercial break, and then when they came back, it was like the Tracy Ullman show again. You know, I mean, I, I never saw it on Howdy Doody, so okay. I really can't say. I, I imagine it was just some kind of short segment, kind of like, you know, like Pee Wee Herman. You know, mm, that's like what I was thinking about. Our age, you know, and they would have like little shorts or whatever. They would have the king of cartoons come over or something, yeah. and then he would play a little. I, I feature. imagine it was something like that. But Lawrence Fishburne, the king of cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the Gumby show. So that that's what started after it hit big from being on Howdy Doody. And the Gumby show was from 57 to 69. And so then there's like a little bit of a break until he came back in the 80s, 87. Yeah. So um, did the cast of characters kind of like were, did they introduce a, a contemporary character or was it all the original characters really? You know, and I, I really don't know. 
Yeah, because um, there was his, the, I, I was know, his horse. Yeah, I know the characters you know that I'm familiar with, but I don't know if they were around like all that time. But yeah, his horse Pokey. And there wasn't like a dog with a backwards baseball cap on or anything. <laughs> There's a, that, that dinosaur, that yellow dinosaur prickle. Yeah. And uh, there's little blue blob girl goo. Uh-huh. Uh, the blockheads were like yeah. always like the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, that's really all I remember. I, you know, this classic Nick bringing something like that up, it's like, claymation stop motion animation ray Harringhouse. i mean we we both like really appreciate that style and you don't you know you don't get a lot of it but i really love that it's not a dead art form at all you know like um tim burton still uses it and uh you know the guy who's directing the bumblebee movie later this year i can't think of his name but he did the kubo and movie and uh it and, and then there's like you know wallace and gromit type characters yeah. you know like early man for that prehistoric man chicken that. run chicken run so it's you still get it you get it and it must take forever to make them you know because they yeah. do it. it's so painstaking i mean we've both tried yeah, stop motion like animation the, ourselves like kubo i mean just <sighs> watching like some of those behind the scenes everything things. is is like you know moved just a fraction of an inch yeah. you know for yeah, some of those scene. things were giant like that big skeleton thing it was yeah. so big it's impressive like you you would assume that it's like computer generated made to look like stop motion but it's still totally legit stop motion yeah. so they even though they could totally get away with using computers and make it appear to be stop motion no they're still doing it it's impressive and uh, I, I hope they continue to do that because i'm with you like i love the stop motion like i'm thinking the california raisins yeah uh, which you know gumby gumby's great it's a great example of like something that you would forget about after you know and you see it you're reminded of it after doing research because i would think like my fascination with stop motion animation might have come from the california raisins which was big in the 80s you know yeah. mid to late 80s but gumby precedes that well, By decades. It, it does, but not really the Gumby that I was familiar with. True, though. true, true, true. So do you think the influence, because you were kind of a big on the California Raisins too, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody was. Yeah. Did you see that and like that was just like more of that style of, you know, well, I mean, we're, we're already talking about it being the style of animation that we're, we're really interested in. So naturally you were like, oh, that's, I like California Raisins. Uh, this is cool. It kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, it, probably, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't remember the Gumby Adventure, Gumby Adventures uh, series, so I might have to check out some episodes on YouTube or something. I'm sure they're out there. And, yeah, uh, the I guess the one thing I remember the most about the kind of the, how the Gumby episodes went, he he would always like go into books, like uh, he, it, you know, it, the Gumby Adventures too. I don't even wonder if they even use the books as much because I remember him kind of being on a farm or something. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the older ones, it was like he was actually like a little guy, mm -hmm. you know, like like these figures up here that yeah. you know he was like relatively like that size, right. and there would be like books just everywhere, and he would travel like through like the cover of the book, and like whatever, like go through it, and, yeah. and then he'd be like inside like that world. Like, it might be, like, a book about camping or something, and he'd, like, just whoosh, go through it, and, yeah. and then he's, like, in this, like, camping world or whatever, like, That's what cool. was on the cover yeah. of the book. Like, maybe it's, like, Moby Dick, and he goes in, and now he's, like, in the ocean or something. Yeah. It's, like, just, like, a window that he goes through. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so, so, but on the new one that you remember, you think he was, like, on a farm? Yeah, I, I, it seemed more of kind of, uh, 
Because I remember, like, he and his friends had, like, a band, and they would practice, like, in this barn, and the blockheads would always cause mischief or whatever, you know? Were there humans? I don't really remember, like, the book aspect as much. There, Yeah, there were, I think. Yeah. Um, but they were, like, claymation, like, humans. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't mean, like, real humans, but on the farm, like, were the farmers human, and they were just sort of there, like... In, in the Gumby Adventure, yeah. yeah. I don't think he really ever interacted with any kind of human-type characters that I recall in the uh, the Gumby show, where he was, like, going from book I to book. I picture, like, Chicken Run, because, you know, there were humans that were the, you know, the farm owners, and then yeah. they were just having their own, like, little, you know, like hijinks adventures or whatever on their own and the humans would come by and then they would kind of hold still did the humans interact with gumby like he was you know yeah i mean they were just like anybody else really okay yeah the the gumby adventure and the gumby show i think were very different Mm. because i've actually seen both but like after school most familiar with gumby adventures right so it was an after school. Like we we had kind of like uh, before the show started. Like some of these might actually have come on in the mornings before school. Because yeah, because I do remember watching like some cartoons like before like getting on the bus or whatever. Like because you know I'd be up in the morning and like Mark and Ruth might have already been in middle school, but I was still in elementary school. So like they would leave before I did, mm-hmm. and so there'd be like that hour that I could just kind of sit there and eat cereal and watch cartoons. And before I even went to school. Every episode of the Flintstones that I've ever seen was like that. You oh, know, really? Yeah, yeah. Like getting ready before, you know, the bus was coming. Like the Flintstones, like I could watch the whole ep- episode of the Flintstones. And then like for the first few minutes of the Jetsons, like they came on back to back. So, yeah, yeah I, I watched kinda, a lot of Flintstones episodes like that. I kind of remember watching stuff like Nick Jr. stuff, like David the Gnome. and. Oh, yeah, I remember David. Remember like Pinwheel? That. that was cool. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. I remember that. And there were like stop motion, like it wasn't clay, but there were there would always be like uh, some stop motion yeah. little cartoons. Yeah, they would have. I love that stuff. Yeah, there, there was the, the stop motion stuff was always my favorite. Yeah. Well, just, do you remember trying to use your camera, like your awesome camera, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> the, the big VHS <laughs> that I coveted so bad? <laughs> do you remember? Uh, I, I seem to remember you saying that you. would attempted to do yeah, some stop motion animation. Yeah, we tried to do, like, uh, Ninja Turtle stop in. I might even have a video. Like, Mom and Dad have, like, a shelf full of videos, and if I'm not mistaken, there's still a video, there, a, a tape that uh, oh, was some of my VHS, Ninja Turtle. Though. Like, how would you it's even... It's VHS, yeah. You could record it on your phone, maybe, though, and, like, oh, I hope you can, like, maybe get some footage of that. Yeah, I, I'll have to look. I don't know. Please do I, that. I'm, I'm not even <laughs> sure if they still have a workable vhs player oh that's true i know i don't (laughs) i don't either it's been a long time since i've been vhs player you know and i've got those like star wars tapes too that like i dug out i kind of want to find a vhs player so i can watch it and see is this like the uncut or the the non-special edition kind because i'm not even sure i'm sure it would tell me if i looked at the back of the box but i'd like to watch it if if it were yeah that'd be fun you'd be able to tell i think um but oh yeah, they um, pinwheel though. There was like the with the hats. This is Hattie Town, where all the people live in hats. 
forget what the name of it was, like mm-hmm. Hattie Town or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I always like that one where I feel like there was, was like a, a mouse. We know that I might just be thinking of Motor Runaway Ralph. And there was like a <laughs> a penguin. It was like Pingu or something uh-huh. like that. I, lo- yeah. I love that one. Yeah, they were fun. That that Nickelodeon was in those early '80s were a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So that's a good number one. Good getting us off to a good start. Um, We'll move on to my number one, I guess. Yep. Uh, mask. Mask. <laughs> the best, in my opinion. Okay, there's some, there's some for sure good competition for when it comes to best theme song for cartoons, for sure. But Mask, mask is good, though. Mask is really good, and I'm going to play it, like, you know, as we're talking. <laughs> it's, it is a rocking tune. It's, it, it is not cheesy in any way. And uh, I don't feel like maybe cartoons do that so much anymore like that cool like you know introduction where they make like a whole song about the show but uh mask which stands for uh mobile armored strike command okay they kind of cheat with that <laughs> they're pushing it like we have to call it mask and k has to be something relevant we'll just give it a k and that's pre-mortal combat too so they they, they did it first <laughs> but uh mask was really really neat because um it was like Everything in the 80s like had to be transformed and to do something, it feels like, right around that period mm-hmm. because the Transformers were so popular. You had to have that kind of gimmick, and they were very successful with their gimmick because they, you know, they, it, they would have vehicles that would turn into just alternate vehicles, basically. They didn't turn into robots, although one did. Uh, really? I, well, I forget his name. He was like the little sentient robot that was the friend of the boy. Oh, T-Bob. T-Bob, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, T-Bob actually turned into a like little scooter thing. I mean, it, it wasn't he didn't turn into like a scooter that you'd recognize in the real world, but no, yeah. wheels would come out he of like him. Kind he kind of put his arms out. Yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't have been comfortable to ride <laughs> at all. Uh, but there, yeah. There was actually like a T-Bob toy. You remember that? It, uh, probably back then. Because he started out like as the cartoon and there really was no toy, but then like yeah. w- as more and more toys came out eventually there was a, we gotta make like, more toys whatever the kids name was like, I can't remember it was, was like, it Scott or something yeah I don't know uh, I don't yeah. remember but it was like the kid and like T-Bob <laughs> oh okay so he came with the kid yeah. yeah yeah the kid was the son of I guess the leader of Mask and you know Mask I don't even know they were just some like privately funded uh, you know anti-terrorist organization i guess <laughs> because venom was where well, they were the bad guys and i don't have the acronym for venom I'm, i bet you it stands for something uh, it has to it has to stand for something if you want you can look and i'll just riff on mask <laughs> but uh yeah so venom was out there so they they were like your typical 80s terrorist organization like a la cobra or whatever and, uh, you know, they had their whatever episode. I always say that, you know, when, when you watch these cartoons in retrospect, uh, the, the glasses, the rose-tinted glasses kind of come off and you, you uh, realize that the shows nearly aren't all that good. Did you find it? Yeah. Already? Yeah. All right, what does Venom stand for? Yeah, Venom is better. Is, is it vehicle? No, no. It, it's nothing to do with vehicles or okay, anything. Okay, okay. Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. Ooh, that is better, <laughs> yeah. 
the bad guys always get the cool stuff, <laughs> even the better acronyms. <laughs> With a quick work on that, buddy. Uh, so yeah, Venom. Uh, I, I can't remember the boss's name. I can't really remember any of the human beings' names. Uh, Miles Mayhem. Miles Mayhem. You're yeah. right. Matt that, Tracker was the Matt good Tracker guy. was the good guy. He was the main. Uh, yep, yeah, you're right. And he came with that cool like Thunderbird, like red, uh, typical '80s kind of cool sports car that the wings of yeah. the doors came up and it it, somehow yeah, flied. It, 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 yeah, and that's the thing. That, <laughs> it was really cool, but to me, it was like one of the weakest ones. Yeah, because it was just like the doors just came out like, like the how DeLorean. does that make it aerodynamic? And, and now it flies. <laughs> like some turbo boost comes out of the back, and that's really all it did, but, right? Yeah, you know, and like a. Uh, Whatever the uh, main villain, Miles Mayhem, whatever his was called. I don't know, but it was awesome. Like It was like a helicopter that turned into a jet. It was awesome, but it turned into two things that flew. That's true. That's true. At least, like, you know, usually it was (laughs) like. One flies really fast, and the others. Yeah, because usually it would change, like, a ground vehicle to, like, flying or in the water. Condor was the best. Condor. Yeah, it was that lime green motorcycle. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yes. (laughs) Everybody loved that one. Yeah. That would be the one that, you know, when you were a kid and you would try to sneak in a toy in your lunchbox going to school. Yeah, because it was kind of small. Yeah, it was small, but it fit just perfectly in a lunchbox with your food. And uh, I saw a lot of Condors, you know, in, 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 you know, elementary school lunch tables for sure. And, but yeah, it was cool as it was this like nice looking bike, but then like these blades would pop up in the wheat you know the propellers or whatever yeah and that was enough like that you can buy more than you can like the trans am turning into a airplane yeah, yeah. <laughs> but condor was really cool um who was who was the guy that had like the poison darts and like i want to say like he rode on a motorcycle and he he had a really oh, distinctive voice had like a sidecar yeah yeah like a purple sidecar yeah, i don't remember his name yeah i can't remember i'm sorry i can't think of like the details like that they come back to me when you say so, but I remember having Rhino. That uh, oh, that was the big semi. Yeah, the big semi. That was cool. Uh, oh, never. There's Boulder Hill Place. Oh yeah, that's another so staple. <laughs> another staple of '80s, you know, cartoons which were made as commercials, essentially for kids to go out and buy the toys. It's Mask, where illusion is the ultimate weapon. Yeah! Mask Boulder Hill Playset with action figures. So you put it together. Prepare for battle. This is no innocent gas station. Activate freeze rate. <laughs> Nobody stops the evil jackhammer. Vehicle sold separately with action figure. Oh, yeah? Boom. I'll sneak in another way. Hop, hop. Sector. Surrender, prisoner. Mask. Boulder Hill playset. Vehicle sold separately. New from Kenner. Boulder Hill playset was really cool. Yeah. And I liked how when um, the mask team would assemble they'd go to that room like conference room oh it, yeah yeah and it would spin around in a 360 and the helmets would come down and uh that's that's when they were like go to their vehicles and it wasn't the same characters every time i liked how it seemed that they would choose whoever's going to go on the mission uh based on the needs for the mission you know like they wouldn't have the same guys going out every time it feels like which which is great for you know if you want to sell toys you get the different vehicles oh, there's going the guy out there. You're talking about Piranha. Piranha, yeah. What was the guy's name though? Can you can you zoom in on that? Because he had kind of a Jack Nicholson voice, mm-hmm. if I remember right. And I, I liked him. And there, he was goofy, but I liked him. Yeah, it's too blurry. I can't read it. And... No, well. <clears throat> but yeah, Piranha was fun. I like. I took Piranha into the bathtub with me a lot. Like in fact, I remember the stickers getting really soggy. 
because of that, but I had to have it in the bathtub. Oh, you were right. Scott Tracker is the boy. Oh, was it Scott? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. I feel like maybe I just got lucky, but I guess it could have been buried deep down into my subconscious. <laughs> it could be Scott. Um, trying to think of what were some other... there. Well, there was like several waves because Mask ran from 85 to 89. And uh, I, when I was researching, I was like, Mask ran until 89? That's weird because, you know, I remember Mask being like for a year or so. And uh, in 89, I, I was well into like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Disney Afternoon. Like, where did Mask run? I, it had to be like USA Network, I think. In fact, USA Network is where it always ran, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been one of those Cartoon Express exclusives. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but so, uh, of the toys, like, do you remember which ones you had or if you had any of them at all? I had Condor, which I don't know what happened to it. I wish I still had it. Um, I've, I've looked at it on eBay and flirted with temptation of buying it. It's so cheap on eBay. Yeah. You can get one for under 20 bucks in really good shape. I I wouldn't mind getting one. Yeah. (laughs) I, I usually don't bother, you know, unless I see it, like somewhere like physically yeah then it's just like an impulse and i just get it yeah if i i don't know what it is about like getting on ebay i just don't bother i love like i'll spend hours sometimes just getting on ebay and just typing in like you know mask and then see all the toys and uh you know uh, there's there's the people that sell them mint in box and they're outrageous yeah but I just like seeing the boxes again, you know? <laughs> like, I'll just look at the images, and they'll be high-quality images. And I'm like, I remember that box and that box. You know, I, I really didn't have very many, though. Uh, another one I remember having was kind of a little mini kind of playset thing. It was like a little gas station, but by no means Boulder Hill playset. Okay, you know? yeah, I kind of remember but that. It, and it, Didn't uh, the pumps turn into weapons or something? Yeah, like... The, the pump, it would like flip around and it was yeah. like a catapult and you would put like the tires in it and it was yeah. like spring loaded so you'd pull it back and it shoot out the tires. Back in the 80s when things were still spring loaded and yeah. they would shoot. <laughs> now they're yeah. just afraid kids are going to put poke somebody's eye out. I yeah, guess. It's, you know, those two things are like the only things I even remember. It's like that little gas station and Condor. I remember that orange Jeep like wanting that. That was cool. Gator. Gator, yes. Yeah. And it would just kind of like pop open like Pac-Man mouth and then the boat would shoot out. Yeah, the Jeep was just kind of hollow. And yeah. <laughs> I like that like 57 Chevy kind of deal yeah. where it, it kind of became it, like a tank or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like raised up. Like yeah, it raised up and it had an extra set of wheels. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was that's fun. Cool. Uh, and then there was this black Jeep kind of thing too that it was one of the Venom characters that that was kind of cool which is like the back part would raise up and missiles would be in it. Oh, it kind of like in half it would kind of like is that the one? Um, I don't remember if it did that or not, but there were so many. One of the points I was making there was some purple car too. That, uh... There was like a dragster that split. Maybe oh, that's that was cool. Yeah. They I, were I might, so cool, I had that those maybe. toys. I might have had that one. Really? Yeah, it like it, it split in half, and it was like wings. Yeah. And it would fly. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. That was really cool. Um, but, you know, there were so many masked cars that I'd never even really seen before. Like, they went so long. They were like, it, it was successful for a while. Yeah. And I love the, like, little figures came with the little helmets, and I used to chew on those helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really biting into it, but I'd put it in my mouth like <laughs> I don't know why. 
<laughs> I did the same thing with like Atari controllers. Like, like I was a, like, like a dog. pacifier. I guess. <laughs> I never had a pacifier. Uh, but yeah, that's my number one mask. I, I love the cartoon and I love the toys. Like the toys lived up to the cartoon. Sometimes it's not always the case. You know, sometimes it's just enough that they make a toy and it's not great. But those toys, like, were they lived up to the, the TV show. Like, they were really quality. And I want to say they were Kenner toys. I can't Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Kenner. Yeah. I, I seem to remember that logo being on the boxes. Yeah. All right, so that's my number one, Nick. What's your number two? Inspector Gadget. Adams, Don Adams. Right? Yeah, is that his, yeah, that's his name, right? I believe yeah, so. Right, right. From from but, Get Smart. From Get Smart. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Missed it by that much, guy? Yeah. Uh, Missed it by that much. That was such a perfect casting choice, that voice yeah. for Inspector Gadget. Um, yeah, that's a great, great choice. And see, that ran from 83 to 86. Yeah. But it feels like it ran for much longer. <laughs> and I guess it's just because they, re- they had like, the repeats yeah, for three years. Yeah, it, it just seems like it, but um, another great song. And Inspector Gadget's actually come up once before in one of our other episodes. Did it? Yeah, when we were talking about our va- our favorite vehicles, and Inspector Gadget's oh, car Gadget came Mobile. up. Yeah, the Gadget Mobile <laughs> came up, which was always a treat. I love seeing it transform, you know, yeah. from like the van into like the little speed car, you know, like the yeah. sporty car. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's a show I remember well. Uh, Brain and, and Penny were always kind of like the they uh, competent ones. Yeah, they were the ones that always. Inspector Gadget was just always screwing up and see, like, and he had all that. He had that like you know confidence uh, of I guess which made him so lovable. And he always felt like he did it. He they always made him no feel like he saved the day. They helped out really. And and the chief, you know, made him. He always believed that he was saving the day, so that or that otherwise they wouldn't keep giving him assignments. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Dr. Claw was cool. Yeah. You know, you never saw his face. Uh, he had that cat and had that real deep voice. Yeah. And uh, he's he always just seemed to be watching from like a control room, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, am I, I'm thinking about him, right? Right? Yeah. Okay, okay. You, you would never even see him except for like an arm. Right, right. A metallic arm. Yeah. He's just like sitting in that like high back chair. Yeah. You just see an arm just kind of hanging out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, th- those were always fun shows. That's another one that I'd like to revisit someday and see if they were, if they hold up. Yeah. You know, I, I have a feeling that they will hold up because, you know, they, they tried to make it into a movie years after. They did a couple movies, and they had to be somewhat successful, I guess. Yeah. They weren't good. I don't <laughs> like them. Yeah, I guess if they made a sequel, like it did okay, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I didn't really like the Catchable Bill sucked, and like it was all real. It was real CG. It was like a cartoon that you know, cartoony. They yeah. talked to him like the car had like eyes and a mouth. It was like Benny from the Roger Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it wasn't satisfying very much, and it had Matthew Broderick, Broderick which I love. But he, he's just not the right guy for Gadget. Like, yeah. it should have been a funnier, like, bigger guy or something. I don't know. But the cool thing about Gadget was is he was, like, rebuilt, I guess. He's mostly just machinery. You know, and he never really had, like, a backstory in the cartoon at all. He was just Inspector Gadget. Yeah, and Penny's his niece, so he's got to be, you know, partially human, right? <laughs> yeah, so that... They don't really flesh that I out never, at all. I never really it? thought about it as a kid. But no, then, no, no. Then when like the movie came out and they like 
did the whole thing where he was in like an accident. And yeah, they like, robocopped him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a kid's robocop. That's when they, it like forces you to kind of think about it. Yeah, you're, like, <laughs> you're right. You're like, ooh, was it like that in the cartoon? Was there a horrible accident in the cartoon? It's like, no, we don't We don't really want to address how he becomes what we he is. We just kind of accepted that he's just Inspector Gadget. He's got springy lens and like, uh, you know, his head, like a propeller loved, comes uh, out yeah, of his Yeah, I head. love the propeller and the <laughs> handles would come out and he'd hold on It's like, to that's got to come out of his skull, right? I mean, <laughs> it's got to be coming out of his skull. It's not in his hat, you know? He but, would do like the thing where like, he'd pull like the button on his trench coat and it'd get off. poof out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess he would float. And he'd have roller skates or skis. Yeah, whatever the occasion he'd needed. Pull out and the little antenna for like. Oh, I phone. love that phone. Yeah, just kind of like, and he would always like put it on his pinky and. Yeah. Yeah, can't really remember any of the plots from the villains necessarily, and I guess they didn't. Well, they probably all involved Doctor Claw, though. They maybe they didn't, but I can't remember any other bad guys. Like who? Uh, who went out to do his bidding? Was it? Mad was that like the organization? Mad, yeah, that was the organization. Because yeah. um, there would be like minions or whatever, mm-hmm. like, like mad minions that he would have to deal with. There would always be those like cartoon bombs with the long fuses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a big thing. Um, yeah, Inspector Gadget's a good choice. Good, solid, popular. Everyone's seen that. Yeah, and choice. I remember one time at uh, it was like the hardware store of all places, like H and S Hardware. That uh, Christmas time, you know, they would get toys. Just H&S like a, Hardware, gosh, I remember that place. Yeah, <laughs> you know how a lot of stores that don't normally sell toys might yeah. sell toys just around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. This was like one of those times, and you know, there'd be like Transformers and whatever. Yep. And there was an Inspector Gadget like doll, and it was like, you know, the box was like about that big or whatever, but, and it was like the most amazing thing I'd ever really? seen. Really? Did he have like... It, gadgets come out yeah, of it? Yeah, it had like, you know, there was like a plastic head. Because he had like a cloth, like trench coat. Yeah. But it was like a plastic head that it would have like a little removable kind of like little top cavity thing that you could like stick in like the helicopter accessory. And it would have just like different accessories and stuff you could stick on him or whatever. And I've since like tried to like Google search. Just, did, I, did I remember this just, right? Yeah, just yeah. to see like what... <laughs> Just to find it and just see what it looked like. Again. I want to. I want to validate its existence. Yeah, and I haven't been able to. Hmm. And I just, so now it's like I don't know if I dreamed this thing. Oh no! Or, you know what? <laughs> it was like a fever dream that you had. Where it felt <laughs> so real that you know. But every... I'm convinced that there. Oh, I believe there you. Was, I mean, there, that there... was a big thing back in the '80s. Like they, there would be those types of, and but they didn't go as far as to having gadgets. Like they would usually just pull a string or press a button and they talk. Yeah. Everything had a talk, like well, you, you, the, even that Mr. T doll that you got for your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is, though, that now because of the Matthew, Matthew Broderick movie, that mm. anytime I try to search Inspector oh, Gadget, God. all yeah. I find is like his face. Because there will be like dolls that look like yeah. that. And They're getting like, in the no, way of your searches. Not that. Yeah. I need 80s Inspector Gadget toys. Right. Yeah, so it's made it harder to search because I keep getting all that stuff. Speaking of toys, did they exist really? Because I don't remember them existing. Yeah, there were. There was a toy gadget mobile? Well, mm, probably. But the one, like, specifically I remember is, like, there was a a claw toy, Dr. Claw toy, that it was like... Did he have a face? Yeah, supposedly he did. But, like, on the box, 
it would like it covered it up with like cardboard and it was like oh. a big deal like now you actually get to reveal like what he looks like and damn that's a good idea so like i guess i don't i don't know if it like they ever showed it on the cartoon or if they just made up a toy like okay this is what it's gonna look like and we're gonna yeah the, maybe maybe the show the was packaging. ending and they were like let's capitalize on this one last time right? yeah but i kind of remember something about that like so if you bought this toy and opened it up then you can see what he looks like <laughs> and it was just a blank face <laughs> <laughs> Draw your own face. Uh, yeah, I don't remember seeing the toys at all. I'll have to go on eBay, I guess, and start searching. That that Doctor Gadget toy is like toys. the only one I remember. That yeah. and and the fictional like doll I remember. Did it or fiction. didn't it exist? <laughs> tall, yeah. Yeah, that's all I remember. Hmm. Oh well. Um, I guess we'll move on to my number two. Okay. Uh, and I, you know, you and I as friends have discussed number two a little bit and like, I was a big fan of it. You have, <laughs> I'm going to, I want to see if you tell the story and I hope you remember what I'm talking about. But anyways, my number two is G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. And, uh, it was one of those eighties fixtures and it was usually on after Transformers, you know? So if you watch Transformers, you naturally were just going to stick around and watch G.I. Joe. My thing about G.I. Joe, uh-huh. and I don't know if this is what you're looking for or not, uh-huh. but I remember, like, because I never really watched it a whole lot. Yep. <laughs> but when I did watch it, it was like the same yes. episode. <laughs> That's what I remember. And there, were, there were a lot of shows. I mean, it ran, I mean, G.I. Joe ran from 83 to 86, and then it had like a kind of a break after the movie, and then they kind of came back for another in 89. <laughs> But remember you telling me about yeah, that. I, there was one that was like they like put Cobra Commander's face on like the moon or something. It was something about the moon. Such a stupid like Cobra thing to do. Yeah, yeah. it was like it was something about the moon. I forget what it was, but uh, but yeah, like I, I watched Joe like one time and I saw this episode, and then it's like. I don't watch it for like months or whatever. Yeah. And I watch it again and it's that same, same episode. Same damn episode. <laughs> How many times did this happen? Do you remember? It seems like it was more than just uh, twice. I don't, it was probably just that one oh, time. Okay, okay. Then, In my <laughs> mind, I built it up like it was 10 times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, Nick, do you ever watch G.I. Joe? Well, yeah, every time I watch it, it's always the same episode. Well, no, maybe it maybe there, because I kind of remember like seeing that one where it was like the two-parter one uh what was his name serpentor okay where, where yeah it was well, like his kind of origin story kind of yeah thing. well they they took the dna of like genghis khan and like all these other you know famous i remember tyrants. seeing that one a couple times too yeah that was a good one i like that one yeah and gi joe was cool about that too like they would have a lot of these um you know continuity like episodes strung together to, to tell an over like a story like an actual story yeah um but, uh, yeah, so the cartoons were fun for me. I, I watched all of them, and it was another one of those, like, where the toys lived up to... Did you mention theme song? I mean, another just great, great theme song. Yeah, and... Okay, okay, okay. I think trying to say... I mean, everybody remembers the chorus. G.I. Joe, Joe is there. American hero. G.I. Joe is there. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great theme song, yeah. for sure. And I, I remember watching that Toys That Made Us... I remember, like, they put effort into the theme song. Like, the theme song actually helped sell to the people, like, to, to go along with it. Yeah, like, they put together this awesome, it's that they, same they, song. They put together the theme song first, I think. Right? <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. They're like, okay, okay, I got this great idea, and, you know. Here's I, the song. <laughs> here's the song. 
<laughs> like we're not we're not really gonna like sell you on anything else but the song and it was in those 80s like those reagan years where like it was patriotic and you know the army was it just made sense that they bring gi joe back yeah. because obviously if you remember gi joe was you know it it, it it was like the second incarnation of gi joe yeah you know like our parents played with the original gi joes that were like those barbies barbie doll sized ones yeah and uh you know like they were they just had a few and uh, they were like the different services, you know, the different branches. And there was no Cobra. They just oh, yeah. they yeah, just fought, you know, the commies, I guess. I don't know. And uh, so like, but then years pass and they're like, let's bring it back. But we'll bring it back as those like three and a half inch, you know, figures. And that was a great idea. And uh, we probably mentioned in the Transformers episode, like they kind of laid the groundwork for like getting the Marvel comics together to flesh out all of the... Um, uh, characters mm-hmm. like Duke and, and you know Lady J and uh, Cobra like himself and Cobra Commander like they, they actually had like stories to go along and then when the show came out it exploded it was huge mm-hmm. and uh, the, the toys another great example of the toys living up to the show like if the show if the show had a anything a vehicle a, I mean just it's taken for granted that the characters themselves are going to be toys but they had like all the vehicles too mm-hmm. I remember that blue jet with like the wings that kind of pivoted and oh, they, yeah, you know like yeah. the rattler i think is what it was called mm-hmm. uh there were um i had that this big hovercraft thing it's called the killer whale i don't remember you, you don't remember that one yeah that was cool too and it was awesome because when because they went five three and a quarter size they could make the vehicles like like kind of like scale to those figures mm-hmm. and you know a lot, a lot of times they would come with their own figure and they would like put little pegs on the vehicles. You could actually put the other Joes on there. You could take it outside and have like these like awesome conflicts. Yeah, you know? like, I remember like see, you know the commercials for the toys. And oh whatever. man, they'd be have like a helicopter. Or something. They're always like and in some the, like desert like, area on the side of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember. I know exactly what you're talking about. But th- those were funny because like yeah, they they were just like in some creek or something, some like awesome creek, and they had all the vehicles and all the you toys. Know, I, I actually got to like live those moments when we lived in Florida, like how all the commercials were always like, like you say, like in some Creek or something. Cause when, where we lived in Florida, there was like, um, we lived like on the edge, like this apartment complex and the edge, there's kind of like this kind of like wooded area. And there was like this little hill right there. And so I would always go like on the back of that hill and I'd kind of like play with my <laughs> Star Wars toys or whatever. Yeah, buddy. It'd be just like those commercials. That's awesome. Um, who else was gonna say? Uh, so yeah, the vehicles were great. Uh, one thing about GI Joe too that always struck me as kind of funny is they had like they, they didn't shoot bullets; they shot like lasers. Yeah. And nobody ever got hurt. It doesn't seem like <laughs> they they would lasers they would, are just going everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. like there'd be. It never made sense to me. Like it wasn't efficient. There'd be like a you know a Joe like in the air trying to chase down a cobra and he'd launch like all 12 of his missiles like at one, <laughs> at one play and i'm like why not just one missile so you're spit dude you, but, and they always eject split seconds before you know and they'll parachute down they're never harmed right <laughs> but it happened that way every time I'm like why would you you know every missile you have really on one guy like if you go back you're, you're done you have no use to anybody anymore so that always would frustrate me like they it would be easier to animate just one missile. Like, why all the missiles? So, but I had to. I had to do that when I was playing with them in real life. I'd have to pull them all out of their peg and like I'm holding like six like all together like that in one hand, you know. Like, <laughs> you know, and I would like, or I could I could use two hands, I guess. 
Um, but I, I had such great memories of playing G.I. Joe. And uh, there was this kid across the street from me who, you know, um, he he was one of those kids that had, like, everything. He had the aircraft carrier. He didn't have the <laughs> aircraft carrier. Nobody had the aircraft carrier. It was, it's like a unicorn. I remember seeing it set up at Walmart of all places. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just this giant thing that just, you know... It's there, and I don't know if you watch the Goldbergs, but like that kid Adam in the in the show, he's one of those kids that has everything. So he had an aircraft carrier, and I remember in one of the episodes he was trying to impress this girl that he liked, so he brings her over to his room, and he's like, "Check out Starscream and my aircraft carrier," and she's like, mm-hmm, "That's nice," and she's not interested in his <laughs> toys, and in the whole episode like kind of turns into this like she doesn't like me because I freaked her out with all my toys, so he gets rid of all his toys, yeah. and gives yeah. them to this some kid, and then like she's like, "No, no." I, I just, you know, it wasn't that. It wasn't your toys at all. And he was like, oh, no, I gave away all my toys. <laughs> I got to get my toys back. <laughs> it's a great show if you haven't checked it yeah, out. I haven't seen it. It's really funny. Um, but, yeah, the aircraft carrier, never had it. But I did have things like uh, there was, like, a dune buggy. I had it. I had the killer whale. And I, you probably, I don't guess you bought any of the toys, did you? Because it really wasn't your thing. But <laughs> Street Fighter G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. And, and they used, they repurposed a lot of those same vehicles, too. I'm like, yeah. I don't remember, like, Street Fighter characters riding on, like, tanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Oh, man, there was that, the one that uh, would make the bridge. That was cool. Oh, the bridge layer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With Tollbooth, I think is what the guy's name was. That was a cool toy. Yeah. And it was an iconic commercial. Acting Cobra's really tough, you know. And Cobra's up to something better with G.I. Joe. <laughs> Introducing the new Joe's Barbecue and Shipwreck. We're going to stop cover this time. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Bridge Layer comes with driver. Or Striker comes with driver. Other figures and equipment sold separately from Hasbro. But it was neat. The thing I really liked about the toys is like each toy would come... And I know what you're going to You're immediately going to go, like, you screwed them all up. But like, they'd come, like, not assembled. You know, they'd come on, like, those like, oh, pegs, yeah, like, yeah, plastic, yeah. and you'd have to, like, take them all out. And they came with these amazing blueprints. And the blueprints looked really cool. And I was in my mind, like, were they really cool? Or am I just imagining it, like, you know, like, uh, embellishing it in my head a little bit? It's like, no, they looked like blueprints. They were so awesome. And you put, you know, the whole thing together. I never screwed one up, but I was terrible at putting decals on. Oh, yeah. Like, every vehicle came with, like, 80 decals. <laughs> Just plaster your vehicle. All crooked. And yeah, everyone was all crooked. And I'm like, how did the kids put all these on there? Because you, you had to get them wet. They weren't, like, stickers like Transformers. Oh, they were actual decals. Yeah. You had to, like, kind of put them in water and yeah. loosen them up and take them off. And I mean, by, even when you said decals, I'm thinking stickers. Yeah, yeah, no, they were decals, okay. like models. Um, and... Because they were a little wet, and I was just a stupid kid, I guess I wouldn't really dry it well enough. So like I'd kind of put it on a little wet, and it would get crooked, and then they would dry crooked. And so then you'd take well, I'd put it on it straight. It yeah, I'd put it, it on straight, but then I'd move it around, and it would get crooked, but then dry like that. So like so many of my vehicles had like crooked decals all yeah. over. Like, Damn it! Uh, but anyways, that's that's enough about GI Joe. I guess yeah. there was a movie. Uh, the movie was pretty cool. I never. I've seen the live action movie, but I never did see the animated movie. No, oh, yeah, I forgot about the movies with the Rock and. Well, you know, I've only seen that one. I haven't seen the second live action. Uh, yeah, they were they were okay. The second one wasn't. I don't think as cool as the first one. Oh yeah. The movies weren't that bad. They, I, I'd I'd like to see them. They they have talked about rebooting Transformers as like a GI Joe Transformers thing, but I don't think they're doing that anymore. 
but I kind of wish they would because I think that would be cool, you know, kind of get back to the roots of the comic because there was that whole series. Um, but, you know, yeah, the decals, I remember those too. But uh, G.I. Joe, I, I loved it. I loved the cartoon, uh, Shipwreck, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other characters. I like Duke was awesome. The Fridge. He wasn't ever a character in the show. <laughs> he was just kind of like, you know, uh, he was one of those... Sergeant Slaughter. Mail order. Well, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter you could buy. He came in a little tank, like a sergeant little tiny-ass little tank that he sat in. But, but, yeah, I remember, like, you could mail order for... Yeah, well, that's how you got Cobra Commander at first. Oh, really? That was the only way to get Cobra Commander uh, was to mail order. Um, and there were different variations of Cobra Commander. There was, like, the hooded one, and then, like, he had the chrome helmet. And I love Cobra Commander because he's basically Starscream. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the same actor was the voice. Um, but they were like a legit terrorist organization, you know, like they, they had ideas of, you know, causing terror, like taking over a weather machine and destroying cities. And, you know, like you never know why they do what they do. Like, what does that do for you? I guess the point is to, for control or to get lots of money, I suppose, because you got to have lots of money to run a terrorist organization like Cobra. <laughs> I mean, they're blowing up those tanks left and right. Uh, but that that series went on. Uh, I mean, there was the cartoons, but the toys went on until like well into the '90s, you know. And the toys too, like they came in waves, and there were so many toys. Uh, you'd look at the back of the little cards that they came on, and they were just tiny little pictures of every character, and they would separate them by covers and Joes. Yeah. And I, I remember just like being so intimidated not not intimidated, but just I knew it was hopeless to get all of those characters. You know, it was just hopeless. Like, I got some of my favorites. Like, there was this one called a bat. It was like a robot. And it came with this little backpack oh, with all that. of its little yeah, accessories. Yeah. And I love the bat. The bats were cool. And it had, like, a holographic kind of chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there were all the, like, crimson guards. You know, the soldiers looked really cool. Like, kind of remind me of the Praetorian, Praetorian guards in the Star Wars movies. Um, but, you know, I could just go on and on about the days. Oh, but I was going to talk about the guy. The kid across the street had everything. Like, I'd have a few things I could bring over and be like, well, I can contribute these guys that you don't have. It'd be like two people. And we'd, we'd spend hours in the back just like, you know, pretending like like recreating episodes from the show. Yeah. And we'd, we'd pick, you know, like we'd, we'd put them all out and we'd kind of pick. and Put Cobra Commander's face on the moon. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. <laughs> we'd get like one of those like styrofoam balls and hang it up and like, you know, get a marker and be like, Rrr. Like, face on the moon? Really? <laughs> he was just a megalomaniac. All right, so that's my number two. Uh, this isn't a G.I. Joe episode. <laughs> What's your number three, Nick? Uh, Thundercats. Mm. Thundercats. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, another so- another good song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like good songs. 1985 to... Everything on my list has it. Well, I don't know. I can't think of what Gumby song might have been. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't know. Something real cheesy. Yeah, it went to 1990? Uh, was it that long, really? 85 to 90? Yeah. Huh. I mean, I'll have to double check my facts, but like, you know, I got all this stuff from the same source and those other ones seem right, so maybe it wasn't until 1990. 85 seems legit. 85 does seem legit. That's when I remember it as. Yeah. Um, but another another thing that came up in our uh, vehicles episode was the Thunder Tank. It was cool. Very, very yeah. cool. It didn't make I my list. I never really saw the toy, though. I mean, they had I, it. I remember it in commercials. Remember it. it had to have been big because the toys were big. The toys were big. I, I, I had Lionel, I think. 
And yeah, did Lionel come he with was scarf? the only one I had, too. Yeah. He did, yeah. It was yeah. like a little finger puppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved Snarf. That, that, that's a Snarf. <laughs> uh, you know, it's probably Frank Welker, too. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> that as a fact, but doesn't that just seem like a Frank yeah. Welker character? <laughs> I hope I'm right on that. Uh, but, you know, yeah, Snarf was, was great. I, I would always pretend to be Snarf. Like, I have a little girl who likes to pretend to be a dog like she's just really into dogs and so she'll walk around like meow meow like we would pretend to play thundercats and uh man, i was like way too kid. old to be doing that like i had to be like eight or nine and i'm pretending to be snarf <laughs> but i that's who i would be like other kids were like i want to be lionel and i want to be you know like chitara and i'm like i want to be snarf, You're satisfied with snarf. <laughs> i was so satisfied <laughs> with snarf because i could just like go around and like pretend to be like a dog and I'm like snarf i didn't really have to say anything. i was like the panther he had like those nunchucks and like oh yeah man, with the bruce got... lee claw kind of things yeah, going and i on. never got like the toy either but the toy the nunchucks actually had like the little chain you know like yes the ninja- like they actually would swing yeah you know because like the ninja turtle toys like michelangelo's nunchucks were plastic, like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that if you played with too much it would snap in half yeah <laughs> <laughs> so pose him like the way you like him and then don't mess with it anymore i never got it but i always remember like seeing like oh man those look awesome they were like he-man size too weren't they like weren't they kind of large the, I would say they were bigger. Like, well, you got a He-Man right there. They're bigger than He-Man. Yeah, they were I good mean, size. He, he would stand as tall as your your uh, laptop there. Cool. Really? Was he that big? Oh, I'm sure he was. Oh wow, I don't remember no. him being that big. Oh yeah, I'm quite sure. Okay, okay, I believe you. Oh. I've seen it Toys R Us. Like I remember looking, they had um and his eyes big would figures. Light up. I remember like that, that ring that you put the battery yes. in, stick it in his back. Oh, you had, had to have that gimmick, like, man. Yeah. Uh, now, was that for every Lionel, or was there like a plastic regular Lionel, and then the Lionel that did that? Oh, well, I had that one, so okay. I don't know. I did too, so it may, maybe that's just the only one they had. Because uh, you know how they would do in toys, like there'd be like that initial run, and they're mm-hmm. like, ooh, we gotta have another Lionel that does this. You know, I mean, like Batman is like the worst for that. Ninja Turtles and Batman. No, Ninja worst. Turtles are so bad. <laughs> Batman, like my Batman's like you, a jetpack Batman. Yeah, like the one that's right there. Yeah. That's like not the normal one. It's not the one you would buy. It's not the classic like Batman, when, but I had it. When that line of toys would like first come out, you'd get the one normal one. Yep. And then after that, you'll get 20 different, like, some kind of weird suit. Yeah, they never would just go back to the normal, you know. You'd have to satisfy. Like, I got to get, like, a Batman with his tongue sticking out. Like, what's up with this? (laughs) I don't remember there being, like, different. They may not have. But I remember, like, uh, what was that one, like, lizard bad guy? Like, uh, Slythe? Oh gosh, I don't remember. I just remember Mumra. But I, I remember like he, he was there was, a Beast character too. Yeah, Beast Man. Well, Beast Man was He Man, right? Uh, well, <laughs> we might be getting our He Man and our 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 Thundercats. Well, there kid. was. He was kind of like an ape kind of thing. There's like a yeah, ja- I do think there was, there was a, a beastie guy, character, and there was like a Beast guy. Yeah, and like the lizard guy. I don't know their name. Mumra is one of my favorite villains. Like matter. he was so cool because he's like this decrepit kind of you know mummy character at first, but oh, then he like gets his powers and turns into this like really evil looking thing yeah and there was like i don't remember like his little like his he would say it like every episode yeah he, he had like, a chant or something like, yeah it'd be like it, it always like ended with mumra the ever living oh it's bad ancient spirits of evil transform this decayed form to mumra
toy wasn't cool though. I remember like, I did you? Did there you was have a to mail t- order for like the um the 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 decrepit like mummy one. Okay, okay. You can mail order that. Maybe that's what but it was. The toy was like when he was like actually like the blue like okay, okay. buffed up kind of form. Yeah, I I must be remembering the mailing because it wouldn't be as good as the ones. You yeah, it, it was weak. It yeah, was he was kind of, really puny. <laughs> like, eh. it was kind of like that Emperor Palpatine like mail order like <laughs> yeah. back when Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, well, it wasn't even called Palpatine then. It was just the Emperor. The Emperor, right? Yeah, you could mail order that, and I actually got that. Can we talk about the logo, the Thundercat logo, man? That That's is a such logo. a like. It is awesome. It's that, kind of like Jurassic Park logo. <laughs> yeah, I remember when like retro things were starting to get like you know we, there was just like proliferated retro t-shirts out everywhere that was one of the first times i ever saw something from my childhood get put on a t-shirt and like sold in a major store yeah that thundercat shirt and i remember buying it and being so jazzed like i wore it proudly everywhere and i wore it into work one time and this girl came up she like she was well she was a woman she was a little older than me so she probably doesn't know the cartoon but she goes is that black panthers I'm like, what? First of all, did they even have a logo? <laughs> they were like Black Panthers. Like she just saw the Panther and just yeah. assumed it was Black Panthers. I'm like, no, it's Thundercats. You know Thundercats? She never even heard of Thundercats. Like, no, I don't know what Thundercats is. Made me feel like a jerk. I'm like, oh well, let me tell you about it. It was great. You know, they were like humanoid like cats, and you know, and there was this like leader, and he would go thunder, 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 and his like sword would go up. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah, he'd like look between like the. Oh, yeah, the it had the Thundercat like, like the logo sword. or whatever. Um, I saw Ready Player One last weekend. And I loved it. It's great. Yeah. I want to go take it. I want to take Logan see it again. I, I was wanted to see if it was something that I think he might sit there and enjoy. But the main character, uh, he has a belt buckle with Thundercats on it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I spotted it. I was like, oh my God, it's a Thundercats logo. That's such an awesome logo, of course. Um, but, you know. This you yeah you're right they did have the toys and they were popular but they they didn't have a lot because there just weren't there weren't like those like they're you know like GI Joe had all those like troopers and in Star Wars you had stormtroopers it was just like the main characters but there weren't a ton of them they just reused those same characters over and over again yeah which makes for good storytelling I guess but yeah, uh, and there I, weren't a lot of vehicles I mean like with the toys I only really remember like. The three bad guys, not yeah. counting Mumra. Did you find the Beast guy, by the way? I, I was no, like, okay, it wasn't really it. worth looking up. Yeah. It, we know it existed. Kind of, <laughs> pretty it, sure it existed. Because it didn't seem like that big of a toy line. It no. just had like the main characters. And yeah. The show was wildly popular. Full of bad guys. There was never a movie it. or anything, or like you know. But oh, but what I was gonna say about like that lizard guy, I think his name was Sly. That that like, sounds very familiar. He was familiar. so big though. Like he was thick. I mean, yeah. he, he was shorter than, like, Lionel, but he was just thick. Who made the toys, I wonder? Because they... Uh, Playmates? Okay, Playmates. Maybe. Cool. That, that could be. I know they did the Ninja Turtles line, so they, they you know, they were popular for the action figures. Um, but other than, like, the Thunder Tank, like, did they have a cave? Was there, like, a Thunder Cave or something? No, oh, there was that, uh, I, they might have had a playset for this, too, I think. Okay. That it was because like it had the the cat's uh, layer. Yeah, was that the, it? Cat's layer. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. It was it, really neat. It was it like had like the big like kind of panther head, uh-huh. and like it had the claws, which I, the the toy. If there was like a playset, it wouldn't have been able to fit the thunder tank in it. But like yeah, but the, the thunder cartoon, tank came out yeah, of the claw. You're yeah, right. The claw would like raise up. Yes, and it would, the tank and they would, would shoot out. out. Yeah, there's no way the playset could be that no, big. No, <laughs> no, it had to be huge because the thunder tank was pretty good size. Um. But anyways, yeah, the Thundercats was awesome. Like I, I, 
I just have those really vivid memories of playing Thundercats, and I remember Lionel very well, and, uh, you know, the Thunder Tank, and, and Mumra, and uh, just really, really cool characters. Like, I love the animation, too. They were, too. like, those little twins. I wonder if Hanna-Barbera did the animation, if it was somebody else. Uh, it was real detailed. It was, it was, uh, it was, what's that, uh, the, uh, the people that did, like, the, uh, the Lord of the Rings cartoon, the Hobbit cartoon. Oh, Rankin, Rankin Bass. Was it Rankin Bass? I'm almost positive okay. it was them. That, you, oh gosh, you know, because that style with the shading and everything kind of reminds me of that. I'm almost Hobbit positive. Style. You might be right. And, and, and Thundercats even had, you know, like a lot of these characters, these shows try to have like a resurgence. There was a Thundercats show that I didn't even know about that the art oh, looks really cool. It, it was kind of in a, almost kind of an anime kind of style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looked really neat. People didn't like that. They didn't? I did. I, I really liked that style. Oh, it style, was clean. But, I liked it. But it people didn't like that. Hmm. Because it, the He-Man cartoon Especially was... Especially, like, I, I remember, like, Chitara getting a lot of hate. Because, like, in the 80s cartoon, Chitara was kind of like... She had, actual, like, a Jane Fonda, like, kind of, like leotard deal i remember like yeah, she had it, it was kind of like an actual kind of real depiction of a female a cat female but yeah you know not like kind of this weird proportion kind of thing which then went on this 90s was it like 90s 2000s whatever 2000s 2000s yeah yeah so it wasn't even that long ago I, really I, yeah if, if like the original lasted up until 90s yeah i want to say it was like the mid 2000s even but yeah like this redesign now she's got like, you know, the big boobs and oh, of course. So people were hating on it. And why would you? It's like a kid series. Like, why do you gotta boob them up? Like, that's not necessary. Although I guess April O'Neil had some pretty cleavage going on. That, <laughs> that jumpsuit zipper was down a bit too far for a kid show. Uh, but yeah, Chitara was a popular character. Like, girls loved Chitara. Like, they were drawn to Chitara. I, I remember that being a thing. Like, you know, if you were a girl, you didn't have a whole lot of, of choices, I guess, to, to represent you. Yeah. You know, you had She-Ra, who was a popular character. But then beyond that, I mean, who did you have? Jim? She, you know. Yeah. Um, Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> Strawberry Shortcake, yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't really have anybody to represent you. So Chitara Rainbow, was right? like this very formidable, strong character. You know, that, gosh, they should do a Thundercats movie now. Yeah. You know, they really could do a good one. All right, so we'll guess we'll move on to my number three, shall we? Okay. Life is like a hurricane in Duckburg. Scars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's a duck blur. Oh, man. DuckTales, which has also had a resurgence on, you know, Disney has brought DuckTales back. Oh, and yeah. I love it. It's great. I forgot about that. You know, I watched like the first few episodes, and yeah, it's I love it. They're I, really I, good. I watched up until like there was the uh, the uh, Terra Fermi or whatever, like the underground, like where the Roly Poly guys. Yeah, I, I've seen up to like that one, but yeah. Then, well, there, uh, there's only like eight or nine episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they're gonna like have a break and do more. They can't just do eight or nine. It's good. It's really good. But you know, the '89 Ducktales kicked off what was known as the Disney Afternoon, and it picked up during a time when the toy cartoons were kind of coming to an end yeah. and winding down, and there was kind of like nothing. You had things like Tom and Jerry, and like there were there was all these like attempts to bring in. And I remember it was like it was a really big deal when it came out, and like the pilot 
was however long it was. Like I don't know if it was like an hour, two hours. Yeah, I, I don't remember. But it was an extended, you know, version of like what the half hour. Yeah, and they was. they probably turned it into a to be continued or whatever when they aired it during the week. But yeah, and it was on like during like the evening. Like it was like prime time kind of thing. That was always a big deal. A couple of these shows on our list did that. They would debut in primetime and then make their way to regular. Yeah, because that pilot, I, I remember it being like a really big deal and watching it, and Donald Duck was there. Yeah, Donald Duck pilot. was in it, and, and it's another big deal because Disney at this time was kind of petering around. Like, they did, they had yet to come back, really. I think maybe The Little Mermaid was just coming out, but before that, you didn't have a lot of Disney stuff in the 80s. You know, it, it, there was some stuff in the 70s, but the 80s was kind of a dark period for Disney, I want to say. Yeah. So here comes DuckTales, and it's this amazing show with these great characters, and they have the original voices from, like, back in the day. And uh, for everybody, Donald, and uh, probably even Huey, Dewey, and Louie. You know, it, it's interesting you say that about the 80s with Disney, because, like, I watched the Disney Channel, like, all the time in the 80s. Yeah. But any cartoons... Were old cartoons. Old cartoons, yeah. Like any of the programming I saw, you know, because there was like, uh, well, the, like the, Welcome to Pooh Corner. Yes, the new programming was like, like Welcome that. to Pooh Corner and, and Dumbo Circus. Yeah, Dumbo Circus. And, and uh, I loved them. They were great. What was the, uh, what was like that exercise one? Uh, Mouser Size? Was that what it was Yeah, called? well, yeah, Disney, but, Mickey's Mouser Size. Yeah. We watched that like in the mornings, like all the time. Oh, yeah. And, and they, but even in those, they would just cut old parts of movies from the past it seems like you know they, they'd have those like oh, there was Mousepiece theater which yeah. you know that showed the old cartoons yeah but yeah but disney they, was like living on their old stuff none of like, there was like no new animation that i can think of gummy bears was playing i guess on saturday mornings yeah so you know gummy bears did come first yeah so that, that was before ducktales but in the movies and stuff like they really had kind of gone dry so DuckTales came out in uh, 1987, and it ran until 91. Well, there was that, uh, the Black Cauldron came out. Black Cauldron was early, like their one. Like mid-80s or yeah, something. Yeah, and it was a and disastrous. It yeah, it did not do well at all. And I like that movie. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I like the style it was, of it. It was dark. It was dark. It was like dark crystal-y kind of, you know. I mean, kids probably weren't ready for that. But I mean, even, even though I liked it, it's not anywhere near my favorite. I like that little... There must be some munchies and crunchies. Yeah, munchies and crunchies. Yeah, I remember him <laughs> for sure. Uh, but you know, Ducktales was awesome. You know, they they'd have like you know Scrooge McDuck, who's this wealthy, stingy billionaire, whatever he is, trillionaire. He's got the money bin. You know, uh, they they surround um, Donald Duck with these great cast of characters like Launchpad McQuack, mm-hmm. and the, who was the little like scientist guy? Gyro. Gyro, yeah. And uh, so you had Gyro. And I love that, you know, there had to be a rival to, to Scrooge. So they came up with Glomgold. Yeah. And, and then the, and the Beagle Boys. And Magicka Dispel. Magicka Dispel. So, like, there was no shortage of awesome villains in this show. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're going to have a good movie or a good show, the villains need to be strong. And they were good. So, you know, and they could rotate those villains. Like, it wasn't just the same guy. It wasn't just Dr. Claw. It was, you yeah. know, a rotation. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a movie that came out that was really good, like The Magic Lamp or something. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, as the series went on, they introduced, like, new characters like uh, Gizmo Duck, mm-hmm. who was great. I love Gizmo Duck. Yeah. I, and you, we were talking about old comics, and you, I remember you had drawn a comic that was like Gizmo Duck, but I didn't really put it together. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally, I did not totally. even think about it being, like, you yeah. know, 
a tribute. I'll it, say a tribute to Gizmo. I basically ripped off Gizmo Duck <laughs> without the wheel foot. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but it was similar. But I mean, everybody drew a duck that way back in the day. Yeah. Like your ducks are always gonna look like Donald Duck. Nobody drew like Daffy Duck. Because even like the guy like without the the armor, or the suit, or whatever. He even had like the hair, the like, like the, yeah, <laughs> the, the fluffed out hair, or whatever. Yeah. Did he wear like a Hawaiian shirt or something too? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, Fenton was that his name? Fenton Crackshell or something. Fenton Crackshell, perfect. <laughs> oh, I named my Some guy sort of Duckshell. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I came up with Kevin somewhere. Like Kevin Duckshell was. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely Fenton. I remember. But they had Bubba the no, cave. Yeah, Fenton's the real one. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fenton. Oh no, you're saying yeah, your version came up with yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can dig it. Uh, but I have such fond memories of those old comics. They were great. Um, but. Yeah, so like Scrooge, the, the money bin was ridiculous. Like he could swim through it. Yeah. Nobody else could, but he could just like, it was liquid for him. Yeah, anybody else would just kind of crash on <laughs> Yeah, they would just like, uh, there, there was Beakley, Miss, Mrs. Beakley and Webigail. Yeah. You know, so like they had like their little friends. The one thing, the big difference with the new show is like the, the Huey, Dewey, and Louie just sound regular now. Like they don't have that Donald Duck kind of scratchy. I don't know, I was to call it a Donald Duck voice. Well, they they didn't have Donald kind of voice then. You could understand them, but they kind of had like a squawky kind of sound to him, I think. I guess. A little bit. Not quite. Like, you could never understand Donald. That was the gimmick. Yeah. They didn't sound just like Donald, but I always thought they had kind of that squawkiness to their I, voice. I don't think they, uh, I think they pretty much all three sounded the same. They did. They they weren't like individuals like the, the, new, the one. new one is. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know what else. I guess if we'll talk about DuckTales, we'll just kind of keep going a little bit further. Like, you know, the Disney afternoon was like such a big deal. It, of course, like Rescue Rangers came out the next couple years after that, which yeah. I loved. I love Rescue Rangers. I considered putting it on my list, but I had to go with DuckTales ultimately. Yeah. Uh, so Rescue Rangers was on, like where they took Chip and Dale and like they had like a little team with Monterey Jack and Gadget, Gadget and Zipper. Oh, Zipper, yeah. Yeah. Who's the fly? Zipper. Zipper, yeah. But so that was a fun show. And then after that it kinda like I started to lose. Like Tailspin came out after that. Yeah. Blue from Darkwing the Jungle Book. Duck, which I really, really like the concept of Darkwing Duck, but I never really ever saw it. It is a cool concept. Yeah, he's like Batman basically, yeah. right? <laughs> it's a cool concept, yeah, but I just seem to have really cool villains and stuff too, but mm-hmm. I I guess it was just because that was like later on in high school and so I just never saw it. Probably. Um but yeah, uh, you know, DuckTales and the Disney and, and the games like kind of adds to the, the you know the fond memories like the games were great on the Nintendo mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that's my number three Nick what's your number four uh, number four uh, Animaniacs it's oh my god another great song Animaniacs. yeah yeah that was like uh, 93 to 98 man I'm like hot and sweaty right? I'm gonna take my jacket off <laughs> I'm stuck <laughs> For continuity, that's not going to look right, but I don't care. <laughs> I took my, I had to take my jacket off, everybody. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Animaniacs, the great song, yeah. uh, and, and it was like Warner Brothers. Well, it's not the and show that. Sister. And a Warner sister. And a Warner sister. Animaniacs holds up so damn good. It really does. It's one of the best shows that hold up. Even though there's all those like pop culture references, you know, those are stale. Like, I don't know, they'll have like bad. <laughs> they had like so many good just uh, like, educational like yeah. songs. Well, well, yeah, like the uh, 
There's one about the states. There's and the states and like all the countries, like the United States, Canada, <laughs> Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. Yeah. It's a great song. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indiana. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I remembered all these. They, but it, was, it felt educational, but it was so smart. It was like a really smartly written show. And I love that they came out of the Warner Brothers Tower. Yeah. Like that iconic Warner Brothers like logo yeah, they're or whatever. Up in there forever. Yeah, like they're, they're, they have to like, you know, catch them and throw them in there, but they kind of came in and out as they please. Yeah, like, but they were always a thorn in the sides of like the Warner Brothers studio. Yeah. It was like, uh, it would be like that newsreel thing at the beginning of like the episode before the song, you know? Yeah. Like, like old black and white footage. Yeah, it like kind of shows their origin. in like how they got locked up in there. What was the name of that scientist that they drove crazy? Scratching yeah. <laughs> they would pull. He was pulling all his hair out. Like he had a full head of hair, and by the end he was bald. Hello, nurse. Oh, hello, nurse. I still use that. <laughs> I still use that from time to time. Um, but you know, but the great thing about Animaniacs was, I love the original. I love you know like Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yeah. But they they also had some pretty neat like Dun side characters. Nuts. Dun nuts. <laughs> Wacko something wrong with it for sure <laughs> and it was kind of adult too like there'd be this like double entendre thing going on in a lot of the episodes like what was the like uh, the oh. pianist the pianist good night everybody <laughs> oh and I love that Yakko was kind of like to me Yakko was um, um, Hawkeye he was Hawkeye from MASH yeah. he kind of sounded like he had a cadence of Hawkeye and he was yeah. real sharp wit quick timing you know, you could never get over on the Animaniacs. They were really fast. Yeah. And it would frustrate, they would frustrate anybody. <laughs> they were just like, you know, rascals. I just loved them so much for all the reasons that we mentioned. And it introduced Pinky and the Brain. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, and they got their own spinoff show. But yeah. Pinky and the, like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, it had like that Orson Welles voice, you know, Brain. Brain's this like little shrunt mouse with gigantic head for his brain, I guess. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, Pinky? And I then like so, Pink- brain, but where are we going to get a rubber duck and a hose at this hour? <laughs> <laughs> like they would never team up. Like what the hell? He's it's like Lex Luthor and like what's his face from the Superman movies. Like I can't. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know his name. N- Ned Beatty's character. But yeah, like why would they keep this inept, like completely useless <laughs> character around to be their like sidekick? But yeah, Pinky, uh, you felt bad for him because he was obviously like the lab rat that got it shocked and experimented <laughs> on a little too much. <laughs> like Brain never seemed to have any weird side effects, but Pinky always did. Remember the one episode where they went on Jeopardy or like a show like Jeopardy and like they had oh, the Jeopardy. big body? Yeah, <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> they had the big body, but like Brain's little tiniest head was like sticking out of the shoulders. <laughs> like that, and nobody says a word. And Brain was uh, Egon, I think, from Real Ghostbusters. No way, really? I think so. Okay, cool. I'm sure if we like did an IMDb trail, like they they just kept doing like every every show that ever existed was like the same couple of guys, <laughs> and that's awesome. I, I love that Frank Welker still like pops up as like the voice of a dog or something. <laughs> You're like really, they got Frank Welker? <laughs> like some movie <laughs> you'll see like in the credits. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. This dog, like, all this dog did was bark. <laughs> Frank Welker. Yeah, like, like, oh, that's probably Frank Welker. Like, they couldn't get a real dog. <laughs> There's plenty of audio of a dog barking. Yeah, like, no, no, we got to get Frank Welker. He's under contract. <laughs> um, but Animaniacs was great. You had Pinky in the Brain. Um, who else was there? there? There had to be, like, other... Oh, there was, like, uh, Slappy the Squirrel. Oh, yeah. The old, old like, oh. yeah, she was, like, an old movie star. The Good Feathers. 
good feathers. They were yeah, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they were great. Yeah. I know. I it's funny. I think I saw like the Good Feathers cartoon just before I actually got around to seeing Good Fellas. So like, it I didn't appreciate what they were going for, but they were like totally going because like the one was kind of like uh, the one would always start getting mad. Like, yeah, like Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> like what am I like some kind of stupid bird to you? Like, you, know, you know, I'm like, oh, he's really funny. And then you see Joe Pesci in Good Fellas like stab a guy with a pen. You're like, oh god, <laughs> like, that's where it leads to. He would always just kind of blow up in Animaniacs. But yeah, that was a fun one. Um, I don't know; th- those were like the main ones. I never really loved the Slappy the Squirrel ones because yeah, it had like yeah. the little chip, the little like nephew, yeah. and he's kind of the wide-eyed. You know, oh, she's like, a... "Let me tell you about this kid." She'd always have some like old timey story about the business. Mindy and Buttons. I like did not Lassie. like Mindy and Buttons. Yeah, it was Buttons. like that big dog. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like Lassie, right? Yeah, it was. I never cared. Like there, there were for sure. Oh, good idea, bad idea. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, those were great. Well, they had the cool like interstitial type stuff too. Like, yeah. uh, like the wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn, and then they would have some kind of stupid morality thing. It was awesome. It was a great show, guys. It couldn't have. That's a great pick. If you wouldn't have taken it, I would have taken it. <laughs> Is there anything else we could say about Animaniacs? I don't know. That's classic. It holds up. It holds up crazy well. Like yeah. Logan and I watched like. Uh, it's on. It was on Netflix. It may still be, and we we watched like a two or three seasons in a row. Yeah. Like just watched him like, you know, like binge style, and he was into it. You know, in like the it's in the like four three format and like the you know it's, it doesn't look awesome like you nowadays. Yeah. But he you know he, none of that like he doesn't notice any of that. But uh, yeah, he he's, he would come up like let's watch Animaniacs, and uh, when was it that he I'm trying to remember. I don't know, but th- there was like one of those recurring like things, you know, they'd be like, hello nurse, like, but not that he, there was one that he picked up on and would use it a lot. Mm, so okay. I like, I, I love that he loved it too. And then watching it again was crazy. Hold up. I don't know if I can say the same for my number four, if it holds up as good. And uh, I'll say, go ahead and say tiny tunes. Oh yeah. We're tiny. <laughs> we're toony. We're all a little lady. Cartoony. We're invading your TV. That was a great show. That that was the start of like the Steven Spielberg connection, yeah. and uh, you know they. The thing I remember about that show was they put a lot of money in that show. The quality of Tiny Toons was off the charts, and it kind of was around that. Before the first season or two, <laughs> before they started drawing their fat noses. And, the, yeah, the quality was like great, and then it just. They started Deadly shipping the art off to decline. kindergartners. <laughs> yeah, that, that was kind of a And then deal. by the time you get to like the last season, it's just like so sloppy. It only ran for three years, from 90 to 92. Oh, well, so I, I guess, guess probably the first season. Mid yeah. in bad. Yeah, and they all started like drawing their hands to the side. Yeah, like, their hands were always like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. It's like we, we, we can't animate any action of the feet or the or the legs. Now any standing <laughs> pose is just going to be like... <laughs> it was just a goofy look on their face. But uh, they, they seem to have all the voice talent come back. But Tiny Toons was so cute because the idea was to come up with like the next generation of Warner Brothers, like Looney Tunes characters. Yeah. You know, and I, I really liked that they had the old characters. They were kind of like, there was a university. Oh, yeah, they were like the professors. Yeah, they, they were like the teachers. Yeah. The the elders were teaching classes in the school. And uh, I have a little bit of a factoid. Um, Mel Blank was supposed to be the voice of Bugs Bunny, and he was going to do all those characters. Oh, but yeah. He passed away like right before they started. Mm. And he had a son, I think, that for one episode did Bugs' voice. 
you know. But, but that was around that time when Warner Brothers was big. Looney Tunes, there was like a Warner Brothers store. Yeah. You know, and like Space Jam was out. And there, it was this like renaissance of Warner Brothers characters. Because like we all watched like the Roadrunner, the, you know, the, the Roadrunner show and like where they would just play these old cartoons from like the 50s, 40s, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were wildly entertaining. But then we got kind of like these next generation after that where it was at least no blank, but like the animation didn't look so great. And you could yeah. always tell like when it would shift. So this came out, it, there was like a there was like a level of you know quality to it. I feel like once again, like there was like kind of like shading in the I cells. Uh, I can't and, remember the uh, oh who is it now? I, I, if I wasn't like put on spot, I could probably like tell you. Right Frank there. Welkard voiced Go Go Dodo, by the way, and <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> in, in Little Beeper. <laughs> but uh, there there was like a certain like era of Looney Tunes cartoons that I can like immediately tell like yeah. oh it's that guy yeah. <laughs> like, I don't really like oh you mean like style. the like directors or whatever yeah yeah and it's just like oh it's it, not I as good I don't like that style it's not as good it's Looney Tunes and I appreciate having it but and it's not even so much like that guy it's that guy of this like era the 70s style of yeah. that guy I didn't like the 70s ones so. well cause they were still capitalizing on Looney Tunes like I remember in the 80s even there were like a series of like cassettes like Daffy's um what was the name oh like movie? the movies that came out that, mm-hmm. yeah there was like the Quackbusters uh, or something yeah and one was like Arabian Nights or something yeah what they do is they'd have that style of animation that was the new story part and then they would kind of like seamlessly loop in like old yeah, cartoons, old cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, you know it, it wasn't you know, everything you'd want, but it was at least something new. But in the 90s, it was everywhere. Like, it, was, it came back so big. And uh, Buster and Babs Bunny were, like, so cute and adorable. And, like, yeah. you know, you totally, like, loved their chemistry. They were, they were you know, they, they were rascally, too. Uh, but, but you always had, like, a mini version Plucky of, Duck. Plucky Duck was like Porky Pig. Hampton. No, Plucky Duck is Oh, Plucky Duck was Daffy like Duck. Daffy Duck. Sorry, Hampton sorry. Hampton was, yeah. I love Plucky too. Remember Baby Plucky, like playing miniature golf. Oh, Minister Golf. Minister Golf. Put it in the hole. I forgot about Baby Plucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, they would do Ellie baby versions up. too. Ellie later go down. That was so cute. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, that was, those are the best. Uh, and then there was like a Dizzy was, Devil. Dizzy Devil. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but then they'd have like decent villains like Monterey. Monterey Jack was his name. No, not Monterey Jack. Mo- Monty. Um, was it just Monterey Monty? Jack was Rescue Rangers. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Monty, yeah, like, or Maximilian, or yeah, uh, the, the little rich kid. The little rich kid, yeah. Was. And then there was the El, there was Myra. El, was it Elmira, or was it just Myra? Elmira. But anyway, she she yeah. like she tortured Furball. Like she would always just want to like cuddle things like to her. death. No, she was annoying, but yeah. I remember her being in like reoccurring bits. Um, but you know, with the success of Tiny Toons, we got Animaniacs. So yeah. Uh, but I, I remember watching the crap out of Tiny Toons. I was really into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was kind of running, like, it was like DuckTales Rescue Rangers, and then I was kind of getting bored with that, and that's when Tiny Toons and Animaniacs stepped right in. So it wasn't that I was just too old to watch the cartoons. Tiny Toons and Animaniacs felt way edgier, you know? And I just, I was drawn to it. I loved the, the humor, and it just, it was for me. So, anyways, Tiny Toons, that's my number four. Nick, what's your number five? Batman the Animated Series. Oh, and damn. Not so much like a catchy like theme song that you can sing to this one. Well, it's it's the score from Batman. score, though. Yeah. 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 They, they did not uh, chimp, uh, you know, 
cheap out on the uh, theme yeah, so song. It's so it's still a great theme song. But that may be the really best like intro to a seen. show ever. Yeah. Uh, just because it tells like a story with no lyrics. You know, it's just all the score. And that's so well done. Who was that? Uh, Elfman? Danny Elfman? Yes. Yeah. Danny Elfman for sure did the score. And... Uh, so that was 92 to 95. Yeah, that came out from 92 to 95. So I guess Batman Returns was just coming out, and that kind of came in. Yeah, Batman Returns was definitely already out because uh, the Penguin, I remember. Specifically, oh, yeah, he resembled. Mark hated that yeah. because it had kind of that. It was kind of a cross between like the, the Batman Returns style where he had kind of the mutated kind of way. He wasn't so fingers. gross as Danny DeVito in Batman. Returns, yeah. but he was kind of a it was hybrid. kind of a hybrid so he was it was like still clean cut like the original penguin and like sophisticated like the original penguin mark but, freaking hamill had those fingers the like penguin fingers yeah. i guess mark hamill is the joker yeah classic and, and uh oh gosh uh what's uh the batman's voice he's he still does kevin Bat- conroy kevin oh what a freaking voice that guy has man yeah. he you know, people always talk about who's your Batman, and they'll refer to like the movies a lot of times. Some people go like, "That's my Batman." Yeah. Because not only is he great, but he's the longevity. Like even in the newer movies that they'll put out, like he still does. Like they had the Killing Joke that came out last year, and Mark Hamill came back and was the Joker, and Kevin Conroy was the Batman, and it felt so familiar and awesome. I never saw. I I remember like when that was coming out and seeing like trailers and stuff, but I it's seen it. weird. I heard it's not very good. It's not that good. I think even people who are fans of the um, book were disappointed with it because they shoved in some stuff because it was a short book. So they put in all this story with um, Barbara, and uh, she gets uh, shot, I think. That's where she gets paralyzed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then there was this like weird stuff with uh, Gordon where he's he gets like kidnapped and put through. But that, that was in the book, I guess. But anyways, it, it's I don't recommend it. I don't. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool to have like Mark Hamill and, and Kevin Conroy together. And the in the, the animation is really good. But the story is just weird. And I just didn't really enjoy myself. Well, there was that feature movie that Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the, yeah, that came, yep, that, that that came out. That was really that. good. That was for sure really good. Uh, but man, let's talk about the villains, dude. Clayface. Oh, so many great villains. And I remember when I was in high school, and so this was popular. This, you know, it's when it came out and it was real popular. Yeah, so we were in high school. I had like a little sketchbook that I would like, it was kind of like a bio of like all the villains. Like I would write down like what their alias was, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, all the different villains. I mean, there was just so many. I mean, like Harvey Dent, Two Face. Yeah, like yeah. I would thing. do that kind of thing. Like I would draw like their face in there and write like Harvey Dent. Two Face, and they made the villains so relatable in that show, like so good. Yeah, like they weren't the, just like bad you, people. You kind of felt sorry for him, like the Mad Hatter, like w- the origin story for him, where you know he was just was like this scientist guy, and he he liked Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, and he mm-hmm. girl he worked with happened to be named Alice. That he kind of had a crush on or whatever. But this is really sad. Yeah. You felt bad for him. Mr. Freeze, you yeah. know, with his wife. You know, yeah. he freezes his wife to find a cure. And he's, you know, it's it's kind of a noble. Like, he's being a villain. But... So many of the villains. You felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. And that that's just fantastic writing. I mean, in, in, in Two-Face, Harvey did. I yeah. Mean, he was like friends. Bruce's, like, real good friend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I liked what they did in the Nolan movies. Like, they made Dent, like, this great character before they turned him bad. 
Um, but you know, all of those Bane, Bane was cool. Um, Poison Ivy was cool. When they came out in those movies, especially the Schumacher movies, like they were so stupid and two dimensional. It was really interesting too that because there was kind of like an order to them that things were occurring because it would have Harvey Dent. There was continuity like in, a, in a number of episodes mm-hmm. before he ever turned into two. You're right. You're right. Because when they first introduced Poison Ivy, she was trying to kill Harvey Dent, and they kind of continued. You know, they didn't forget about that either. Like later on, like they build on it. Yeah, because like you know, far far later on, that whenever they would have like Poison Ivy and Two Face together, Two Face always held a grudge against her because she tried to kill him when he was before he ever even became Two Face. You're so invested in all those characters when when they do when they go to that extra effort to do that. Uh, Harley Quinn. That's where Harley Quinn came from. Yeah. And what a great character Harley Quinn was. Like, Puddin. Yeah, she, you know? <laughs> she originated from that cartoon. And I don't think that's ever happened before. Like, or I don't think any of the other... Well, I mean, a lot of those characters were borrowed from the comics. But, you know, they... they well, yeah, ev- everybody else started out in the comics and then were brought to the cartoon. But I think she that's cool that they've, the kept car- they, they've kept her. But she's been so popular that they... Mm-hmm. They brought her out. Yeah, she's got her own series, and, and of course the, the movie was big, you know, with yeah. Margot Robbie or Margaret. I don't know, Margot Robbie. I don't know what her name is. Mar- Mar- it's like the Kim Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, so many good villains, so many good stories. Uh, Batman was not a perfect person. Like Batman should not be perfect. I mean, like that he had his issues too. Um, ah, just damn, and that the animation style was it never. Now it never yeah. got cheap. I love that style. They they never they, went cheap. They they redesigned it too later on, and some of the redesign I like, some of it I don't like. But it but was, it wasn't it was, cheap. It was still great. Though. Yeah, I love the Batmobile design. Like it was kind of like inspired by the '89 Batmobile, yeah. but it was real sleek. Yeah. Everything about it, it was like this film noir sleekness to it, and damn, it was good. You know, it, I always used to kind of sketch out ideas of like you know like a game or something that i would like to create someday or whatever yeah and ninja turtles tournament fighter had come out so my thought was like man i want to have like a batman fighting game and you know and fighting games were like all the rage so i would have eventually they did a batman fighting game and, and so i was like designing it with like the batman animated series style and you know you'd have batman and like all the villains that's a great idea and yeah yeah, because they do have the, that series on the out now, the Justice. What is it? Called? Oh, in, Injustice. Injustice. Yeah, eh, it's not the same thing. No, but I mean, it's still a fighting game with the characters. There was like a Justice League fighting game even back then. Oh, was there? Oh, yeah. In that style. Yeah. That well, be. not not like the Batman animated series style, but okay. But but like tournament fighters, turtles kind of. Yeah, game. it was okay. like Ninja Turtles tournament side. Yeah, every, everything had to have a fighting game, I guess, back yeah. in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cool, yeah, Justice League, but yeah, Batman Force. the animated series. I remember getting a, a prime time kind of debut. Like it, they made a huge deal. Oh yeah, that. yeah. And uh, you know, like even though like Batman Returns is not like most people's favorite Batman movie, it has its it has its crit and it has its critics and it has its fans. I happen to like it a lot. I think it's good. Uh, oh, Catwoman was good in the show. I really like Selena Kyle. Like yeah. they really did good things with her. Um, but I, I really don't understand where I was and, going with that she, point. She was never really you know shown to be like really all that bad she mm-hmm. was just she was a cat burglar she yeah. stole things but yeah that's how i like to picture my cat woman yeah i don't want her to be straight up villain i like her to have you know i like to be a little playful with with bruce yeah <laughs> um but yeah i you know well the primetime series like it was big 
and uh, you know, I, I, my hats off to that show. That that may be one of the greatest animated series ever. You know, but and they kind of followed it up with like the Superman animated series, which I don't yeah. think made it like as big. It was the same style. It was cool, but I it's something about and the it, darkness. Sometimes it crossed over. They did. They crossed over. They, you know, I, I wasn't really watching Saturday morning cartoons anymore, but they definitely were crossing over. And uh, but you know, I, I've never been like the biggest Superman fan. I like the old Superman movies, and I, I like. I mean, I'm not saying I don't, I'm not a hater of Superman, but. Something about Batman has just always intrigued me so much more. Yeah. And, uh, I, the, you know, that, that style of animation that they went with it lent itself to that darkness and the shadows and Batman was just, and the, man, the voice casting, casting was so perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the best. Good, It's a good one to end on for you. I guess we'll go to my last one then, huh? Yeah. Oh, you know what? We didn't do shout-outs. We usually do shout-outs right around this time. Oh. Um, we'll do a couple shout-outs. He-Man. <laughs> yeah, He-Man. He-Man of the Masters of the Universe. Um, turns out, though, it doesn't hasn't aged great. I didn't really think about shout-outs. So what were some things like I started jotting down that I... Uh... Yeah, so He-Man, the, the filmation, the old, you know, classic. There, there's a great how the, the toys that made us episode about He-Man that I recommend you guys check out over on Netflix. Yeah, okay, I got that, yeah. Oh, you got a shout-out? Yeah, so, yeah, like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, hell yeah. I, I kind of wanted to give them some credit. Oh, yeah. They... they, they it, they ended up not quite making a. Mi- I think I, I bumped them off for Gumby. I think. But, yeah, you uh, could. Uh, yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle was great. Yeah. Uh, now, did Sherman come out of Rocky and Bullwinkle? Rocky and Bullwinkle was that like oh, one of like the- Mr. Peabody? Yeah, Mr. Peabody. Yeah, and Sherman? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Um, I had um, like Underdog. Um, also good. A lot of those Hanna Barbera style cartoons are great. Yeah. Pink Panther was one that I almost put Pink on my Panther. list. Now, and I love Pink Panther because. Um, the the aardvark and the annie. I love like, the aardvark and the annie. It was like Jackie favorite. Mason or something. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Jackie Mason's voice, but he was totally going for that Jackie Mason style of comedy. That's like my absolute favorite. I love the aardvark, <laughs> uh, but I also really liked how um, you know the the inspector, and you know it was real classic. Like it always had like this classic kind of soundtrack to it, and you know Pink Panther never talked. There he he never spoke. No, yeah. So everything played out like. You know, in in exaggerated like comedy, like slapstick comedy, and you know the poor inspector would always, you know, not ever catch the the panther. But I yeah. loved the Pink Panther; it was really good, and it ran for years, man, like fifteen, twenty years, something like that. Yeah. Um, you got another shout out you'd like to mention? No, that's all I can think of. Um, no, 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 no. Oh, cops! I kind of want to shout out cops. That that was a cool one. I almost put on my list, and I think it only ran for like a season, but. You know, it was another, it was like neat, like they were, it was the future, and um, I remember just like a couple of the characters, like there was this kind of guy in a trench coat, and he opened up his chest, and a machine gun came out, um, I don't know, like, <laughs> I, the reason I didn't put it on my list is like, I remember liking it quite a bit back in the day, but then I couldn't really remember anything, and that kind of proves my point, yeah, like yeah. I couldn't really remember too much of the details. Um, one last shout out, Denver the Last Dinosaur. Oh, a classic song. <laughs> I don't even really remember like any episode, just yeah. the song. <laughs> oh, I, I, it, I remember in middle school when it was. There was like that kid that wore like the hat with 
that uh oh the, the you, flaps call, yeah with the flaps yeah, <laughs> yeah. They call those kind of hats i don't know what you call them either but yeah and they the, that's <laughs> the mullets like the one of the kids had a mullet i think <laughs> but that theme song was great that did the, the last dinosaur <laughs> he's our friend and a whole lot more <laughs> it was just a, i had to mention it for the theme song of nothing else <laughs> i didn't love the cartoon but i'd watch it kind of as i was eating my breakfast in the morning like oh and uh, there was like uh the pirates did you mention oh pirates, pirates of dark, of dark water, water was cool yeah, yeah. that was another one that would um you know it premiered in prime time and it was it was like Hanna Barbera's like last huge big budget attempt to be relevant I guess mm-hmm. and oh god the animation was beautiful and the stories were pretty cool and it ran for a couple of seasons but I remember like that being a big deal like I remember like wanting to record those episodes and watch them again yeah. and again so Pirates of the Dark Water is pretty cool too all right, so my, my number five, and you know, I admit it's not the greatest show, but I couldn't not put it on my list, is the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Hey, Paisano! Hey, Paisano yeah. It's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Remember that hey, dance, that like, you know, that thing, and like, shake Mario. your head, you know, like, I don't, from side to side, come <laughs> on, it's time to go do the Mario. And they did it at the end of the episode, and they did this dumbass dance and like it was like hardly choreographed you know like they'd kind of come together you know <laughs> so cheesy it was Captain Lou Albano yeah. as Mario which is weird when you think about it and I don't know who Luigi I, I remember hearing that Luigi passed away he passed away I don't, yeah, I don't remember I can't think of the actor but he was just Luigi to me always and it was in Brooklyn and they'd have like you know it was an interesting show where the episode always started you know there would be some sort of conflict and it was live action and then it would cut to the, you know, the reason you wanted they'd to have watch. some kind of guest star. Yeah, there'd be like a guest star, but then they'd have the animated part. And, you know, and one thing I remember about uh, Mario, Super Mario Super Show is on Fridays they had Zelda. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, I think only, it, I have from 89 to 90. It feels like so much longer because they, re- they played it in reruns so long, it feels like. But there were like thirteen episodes of that Zelda, and it was it was cool too. I liked it. <laughs> the funny thing, like at the time, it was like so cool that there's like a Zelda cartoon. But now you look at it and like, oh my gosh, it was Excuse awful. Excuse me, me princess. <laughs> he said that like in every episode. You're like, when's he gonna say it? When's he gonna say it? Excuse. Oh, it's so it, smug and like, so. Now you look at it and it's like the furthest thing from like what you know Zelda yeah, and Link I'm, to be. And now. Ganon was a goofball. Like yeah. he was just goofy. But I mean, it had Octorox, and I mean, like, it was enough. It was enough for me then. But, but at the time, it was like really cool to kind of see like those familiar characters kind of fleshed out a little bit. It was like your thing that you loved on TV kind of made it a big deal. Yeah. I guess I don't know why. Like, it felt that way. Like nowadays, like a video game character in anything doesn't seem like a big deal. Like show, movie, whatever. It's like so big now. But back then, when I remember seeing like Super Mario like on TV, we'd had it before with the Supercade and you know Captain N and all those guys. But this this felt different. This it, felt you'd like always it, it get blew like, up. so excited anytime like something you recognize from the game would appear. Like you know, he'd get a fire flower. Or yeah, something. You, you you just love like those moments. Yeah, totally. Or they yeah they get a Star Man or whatever. Yeah. And they couldn't really do any, like, nothing from the sh- game could translate into a story. So, you know, yeah. they, they did what they could. <laughs> they always kind of did, like, little 
themed stories like they'd be like on a riverboat with mark twain or something or they'd be... <laughs> well they gave toad a voice too and the, yeah. that's kind of like where i remember toad hearing toad for the first time and they've stuck kind of close to that he would always kind of like squeak like yeah like he was annoying he'd squeak. <laughs> yeah, that's right like a little plushy <laughs> why did he squeak <laughs> like a plush toy i don't know but uh I don't know. It, it was the production was real generic. Like you could always tell they're recycling frames of animation in places. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a quality show by any means, but it made me happy. Like I really enjoyed watching that. Yeah. It definitely wasn't great, but yeah. <laughs> there are so many shows that we shouted out that are better than this show. But <laughs> but I had to Mario's. put it in. <laughs> I had to put it in because I loved Mario back in the day and I didn't care. And they even had like some super. Like, when Mario 3 came out, they came out with some shows, but they were like Saturday oh, morning yeah. shows. Oh, yeah. There was like The Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm-hmm. And, and Mario World when that Mario came out. World. Yep, yep. So I remember yeah. seeing Mario's with the cape. And then that Those felt a little Yoshi. better in quality, and I don't think they had the goofy Captain Albano stuff in it either. Yeah, and it was really funny because for whatever reason, like in that cartoon, I remember like Yoshi didn't like water, water at all. He'd be like, Yoshi's scared of water. Hell yeah. <laughs> and... It was like, why? He swims in the game. Yeah, there, there there's no reason for him to... But then, he has in, a characteristic. They had to give him a characteristic. In later games, water. remember in uh, Mario Sunshine? That you could get on Yoshi, but if you touch the water, he would just kind of disintegrate. I remember you telling me about that. Cause I don't remember Sunshine all that well. That's one of those games I hope they emulate on uh, Switch eventually. There's always those rumors that the GameCube might get on there, but I would love to replay Super Mario yeah, Sunshine. It's a good one. Yeah, people love it. I mean, it, it kind of feels like the Dark Horse, like Mario 2, kind of, you know, like, it's a Mario game, we acknowledge it, but it doesn't feel like the other Mario games. And maybe that's because he's wearing, like, a backpack with, like, Yeah, you know, it was kind of like the first one where it was, like, a new kind of gimmick, I guess, yeah. is the best word. Yeah, gimmick's right. Gimmick's the right word. It was a cool gimmick. It worked. And it was just—I don't know. I didn't—I didn't feel like I was playing Mario. Bros. It's like, so huh? Now you're you're cleaning up paint, <laughs> graffiti. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a thing. It's a very Nintendo thing, but it. it is you know, and later with Splatoon, you know, they kind of like you're making a mess now. Kind <laughs> yeah. of here we are. Uh, but you know, I don't have a whole lot to say about Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I watched every episode so many like hundreds of times. I can't remember a damn episode. Oh, yeah. It's so forgettable. They always have like a song. Well, like they pull out a guitar or something. No, well, like there'd be like a chase. I mean, it's like Scooby Doo, you know. There's oh like God, a chase yeah. scene, and there's <laughs> yeah. like a song that would play. Because I remember one. Was it the Mario song that they would play? No, or? it'd just be like a different song. Because there was one. It was it had like Birdo, and it would be like Bird, Bird, Bird. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> kind of. So it'd be like some just goofy song that they would just start playing for like a goofy's chase scene. the word, the best word to describe the show. Yeah. You know, uh, but anyways, that's my number five. Uh, and that, that wraps up our 10 favorite, you know, at weekday afternoon, uh, cartoons. I, th- I think that was a good show. I, you know, there, there are so many good cartoons. It's not just relegated to Saturday morning. And you know, like I said before, in the, at the top of the show, it's like, holy crap. Like we got to do a, a syndication type show because there's so many fun cartoons that we couldn't touch because they weren't on Saturdays. Right. Um, but you know, thanks, uh, for checking us out for sticking through this this episode went a little longer than I expected it to right Nick I always say oh I won't take that long here we are like yeah, alright Nick just rolls his eyes whatever Ron <laughs> uh, but I had a lot of fun I think this will be a good part two to the Saturday morning episode and uh, you know I don't know if we'll come back around and do another cartoon show but maybe we will 
Yeah. We'll see if we start getting desperate. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> uh, but, you know, for this week, I've been your host, Ron Avis. And I'm Nick Wright. We'll see you next week. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic, Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still, Guatemala, Bolivia, then Argentina, and Ecuador, Chile, Brazil, Costa Rica, Belize, Nicaragua, Bermuda, Bahamas, Tobago, San Juan, Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname, and French Guiana, Barbados, and Guam. Norway and Sweden and Iceland and Finland and Germany now one piece. Switzerland, Austria, Czechoslovakia, Italy, Turkey and Greece. Poland, Romania, Scotland, Albania, Ireland, Russia, Oman. Bulgaria, Saudi Arabia, Hungary, Cyprus, Iraq and Iran.